of uh, Diamond Rio from the 1990s. Uh, it's All in Your Head is the name of the tune. I always liked that song. Because, hey, let's face it, the world is all interpretation. It's all how you look at it. To find the truth, you gotta read between the lines. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm Lane Vern. That was my Ernest P. Worrell impression. No, I'm Lane Vern. So I was flipping around my uh, ye old new news feed, the real news, not Facebook news feed. Uh, and I seen this article. Titled Lori Laughlin Massimo Gillian Julianani. I don't know how the hell you pronounce it. Anyways, uh, agreed to plead guilty, serve prison time in college admission scandal case. It's over, the article reads. Lori Laughlin, and the person whose name I can't pronounce, will serve prison time and pay a large fine after striking a deal in their college admissions cheating case. Authorities announced May 21st, so that's today. Uh, it's a major about-face for the former Full House actress and her designer husband, who pled... Not guilty last year in the case that made global headlines 
after they were arrested March 2019 and accused of paying a $500,000 bribe to get their daughters into the University of Southern California as crew team recruits despite neither participating in the sport. Well, that's pretty shifty, you know. Crew teams, that's um, that's like rowing. It's a big rowboat, and it's very. If you're, if I'm never watched other than for like thirty seconds, but that's a big deal to some people. And some people work their whole lives to get a crew team scholarship. So, if they bumped other kids out of the crew team that had worked their whole lives, that's that's shitty. If nothing else. According to the Massachusetts Attorney General, or pardon me, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office in Massachusetts, the article says, the Los Angeles-based couple will plead guilty at an upcoming court date. Specifically, Lori will plead guilty to one count of conspiracy to commit wire and mail fraud well, her husband will plead guilty to one count of conspiracy to commit wire and mail fraud and honest services wire and mail fraud. Um, so, long story short, I the former actress who made her fame on Full House. I don't know if she ever made an appearance on the uh, reboot Fuller House. But Lori Laughlin played Aunt Becky, and she and her rich husband bribed some people to get their kids into the prestigious University of Southern California. Um, 500 grand, man, that's a lot of dough. And I tell you what, this... Um, I, I don't know. I guess it's something about the world of wealth and privilege that, you know, if your kids want to or you feel that, you know, University of Southern California somehow makes your, your, yourself and your child more prestigious, then, you know, you're willing to make that uh, sacrifice or that commit that crime and that's kind of I don't know I don't come from that world uh, I was happy to get accepted into Kent State on my own very low merits I'm barely a C student which puts me right next to George Bush and John Kennedy so I guess I'm, I'm you know smart enough to be a bad president but um Nonetheless, I uh, would say that, you know, when I think prestigious universities, um, you know, University of Southern California, better known as USC, uh, to me is a football factory. Um, I do understand from a friend of mine who's, A friend of mine whose son 
got it went to USC on uh, football scholarship or he's going to USC on a football scholarship but he he went there because of their biology program so it's evidently a a place for smart people too it's not just a football school um, but I think with Lori Laughlin's deal it it wasn't a matter of um, getting her kid into where they could get the best education. Uh, it was a matter of prestige and wanting to be able to show off for the other, you know, wealthy Hollywood and uh, wherever the hell she was living, Massachusetts elites. So, um, I pissed some people off, one or two, on Facebooky. Um, there are these articles that, and it's all over the country. I don't know which one I posted, but, um, people are being let out of prison in particular, prisons that have particularly prisons that have um, a lot of COVID-19 cases and um, you know here in Ohio, they have a set of standards where if you're within 90 days of your release anyway, and you are you know, a non-violent criminal, uh, you know, non-sex offender, non-child you know, child abuser, you know, all those things. If you did not commit one of those crimes and you're close to the ninth, within 90 days of your release date, they're giving you an early release. Now, my problem is, you know, you've got people locked in their houses, which weakens our immune systems. You've told us what portions of our lives are essential and not essential. You've put businesses out of business, but yet you're taking these bad people <coughs> who committed crimes, <coughs> pardon me, and lessening their punishment over this virus for the fear that they might get sick and, and you know, possibly pass away from this crime or this uh, disease but you're ruining the lives of good people 
in the name of their safety as well. So you're keeping criminals, I say bad people, bad actors, now they call them bad actors, but for me a bad actor is somebody on a bad TV show or a bad movie, but uh, people that have committed crimes and probably in some way or another caused some sort of harm to another human being, you know, maybe if you robbed them or... You know, I, I think people that are in jail for smoking or, you know, partaking in, like, marijuana, that's not that big of a deal. But it's kind of, you know, a victimless crime, weed. But, um, nonetheless, I, I don't know what all people are being released. I just know if they're within 90 days of their release date... And they're not a violent criminal and not a sexual offender. They are allowed out of jail in Ohio uh, because of COVID-19. But yet the rest of us who are not criminal at all are being told to stay home. Don't travel unless it's absolutely necessary. Uh, You can't go to your job and earn a living. You're going to have to live off of unemployment and wait on your government welfare check. And all of these things. And it's ridiculous to set criminals free. You know, yeah, they have to go home and sit in their house and be under quarantine or lockdown like the rest of us, but it doesn't matter. They want out of prison And you're giving them what they want after they've committed a crime. There are people that want to go back to work because they're tired of waiting on Ohio's outdated, uh, understaffed, well, it's not understaffed, overwhelmed is more the word, um, unemployment system. And part of the problem with Ohio's unemployment system is they're running on a 20 or 30 year old computer system on old computers and old software that's way outdated and very slow. And of course you have to have somebody physically look at these unemployment claims, even though they're looking at a computer screen. Uh, And then, you know, you've gotten uh, the phone bank center for the Ohio Unemployment Department or Ohio Department of Job and Family Services, pardon me. Uh, They went from 46 employees to 1,200 employees at the phone bank where they answer customer service problems and questions. Uh, And they're still overwhelmed, and you still have to wait hours on hold. But, you know, hey, if you're a prisoner who uh, committed a crime, you can, you know... We got to get you out of that jail so you don't get sick. That's ridiculous in my opinion. Um, There's now, there are now uh, a lot of states that the home to that team up north, uh, Ichigan, blank, uh, Ichigan, I'll just say Michigan, Shittigan. Uh, that team up north where they, you know, the state they call home, uh, is going to do, you know, mail-in 
ballots for um, the primary and probably the general election. You know, Trump lashed out, said, you know, this is making it easier for Democrats to stuff stuff the ballot box and cheat. Um, And he could be right, you know. It's actually being found, though, uh, that mail voting, at least in some places, I heard on Tim Pool's podcast, TimCast, or Tim IRL, Tim Pool IRL, uh, whatever you want to call it. You can, go, you can go YouTube, search Tim Pool and find him. He's a good YouTuber and podcaster. Anyways, he uh, observed that in the recent Southern California election where two Democrat seats flipped to Republican, that the Republicans had the advantage in uh, mail-in balloting and that the youngins that people, the Republicans, well, Democrats and Republicans think will turn out because of uh, mail-in balloting. All they have to do is fill out their ballot and then put it on the mailbox. They aren't even doing that. So we'll see if that holds up nationally as these uh, elections unfold. I just am very against the the mail-in ballot thing. Uh, I I think it's, you know, another way to cheat. Uh, Nancy Pelosi did say we want to send everyone in America a mail-in ballot. And then Andrea... Or Alexandria. I keep calling AOC Andrea. I don't know if it's because I worked with a girl named Andrea. And I I don't know. Anyways, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Or Sandy. As she's normally known by. Sandy says that... She... Uh, wants these mail-in ballots given to undocumented immigrants, a.k.a. illegal aliens, uh, that they should get the right to vote because they're here. And that sparked off a lot of people's uh, opinion that the Democrats are going to try to stuff the ballot box with illegal votes. So, like I said, there's always been voting by mail, and it was very easy to request an absentee ballot check mark, you know, whether you were going to be like working on election day and not able to make it to the polls, if you were going to be out of town, if you were going to be in the hospital, or if you were a poll worker, you could get an absentee ballot. And, you know, uh, yeah, voting is a right. It is your right to vote, but it's also your responsibility And if you can't take that responsibility, then that's your fault. It's the government is not there to babysit you and make you know make sure that you get everything you want in life for free and in a fancy car. It's just not what government's job is. And you know we as Americans, at least we used to. Americana used to be the American way, and damn it. 
when we wanted something, when we felt we deserved something, we went out and we got it, whether we had to fight for it, whether we had to march for it. Um, and the easiest march in the world is the march to the ballot box. And now, you know, Americans are hardly even doing that anymore. But And some want this, you know, this go mail-in vote. But, you know, at the same time, these states and health directors say, hey, it's okay to stand in line at Walmart. It's okay to stand in line at a liquor store, but you can't go to a church. They say that it's too dangerous for you to go out and vote, but it's safe enough to go to, you know, the liquor store, the Walmart, whatever, you know. So I I don't know where our priorities are, Um, but nonetheless... We're going to wrap up with uh, (laughs) a funny little tidbit. And, you know, the other day when Nancy Pelosi was yapping about Donald Trump saying he takes hydroxychloroquine, uh, and science has proven that, you know, it's a safe drug. It has side effects. Everything has side effects. Um, but people have been taking it since the 40s or 50s, for one thing. And doctors are having a difficult time prescribing it, I'm learning. Uh, it's the first time that they've ever given an off-label prescription and then had to fill out paperwork for a diagnosis and give go through red tape in order to prescribe something off-label but that's not the point um nancy pelosi says you know well i think this is dangerous for donald trump because he's in you know the high risk uh as i know it's called morbidly obese donald trump is not morbidly obese he may be you know, overweight. I mean, he's not a guy that works out, but he's somebody that, you know, doesn't sleep much like a lot of businessmen don't. Uh, He's somebody that's always on the go. Uh, He's got the best doctors in the world, the White House doctors. And, you know, he asked the doctor about hydroxychloroquine and, you know, the doctor said he could take it as a preventative. And the doctor gave him a Z-Pack. He only took the first uh, dosage of the Z-Pack. And then he takes hydroxychloroquine and zinc every day. And I've read multiple research. I did one on this podcast last night uh, where I read you the scientific data. Uh, And, you know, I've read and heard and seen other legit doctors say that this hydroxychloroquine is good in preventing COVID-19 and it's good in shortening the duration of the illness and ridding your body of the illness, especially when mixed with azithromycin or a Z-pack. So, 
all this information's out there. Uh, you know, if Trump is obese and that is a category of quote high risk, that has nothing to do with the hydroxychloroquine. If anything, it means it. Stupid Nancy. She's drunk half the time or just senile. But she. It shows that he should be taking a preventative medicine if this is. If this hydroxychloroquine and zinc prevent the illness. Because, you know, the thing that kills obese people is not hydroxychloroquine, it's COVID 19, you dumbass. So. <laughs> He he's right in taking it if he is overweight. He's right for trying to prevent himself from getting it. The White House doctors were right to prescribe it to him if he is high risk because it's a preventative medicine and it's the the uh, the dang COVID nineteen that kills you, not the hydroxychloroquine, you dolt. So anyways, that's my thing. And, you know, um, I think this girl's name on Facebook was Sarah Gonzalez. And she was pointing out, you know, uh, according to liberals, you know, obesity was something that we're supposed to be proud of. It was something that we're supposed to cherish and, you know, body, what was it? Body, uh, not body shaming. But there was another word, body positivity. That's what it was. Liberals were saying, oh, be proud of your fat body. You know, and all this other shit. And I'm like, oh, goodness gracious, great balls of fire. What do these people think when they open their yappers? I have no idea. But anyways, you know, I guess it's okay for Nancy Pelosi to body shame the president because he's a Republican and, you know, anybody now who's overweight like um, Adele was, and a, a, there was another famous actress that lost a bunch of weight. And she was known for being um, a funny but overweight actress. And she lost weight, and then people started shaming her. And there's, um, you know... If you're liberal, you're, it's great to be overweight and blah, blah, woof, woof. And if you're Republican and overweight, though, it's okay to uh, body shame you and make fun of your obesity and things like that. So, always the double standard. One for the liberals and one for the Republicans. Uh, you know, it's okay to put us down. It's okay for Democrats to commit sexual assault like Joe Biden and Bill Clinton and, you know, others. But, uh, you know, let's let Donald Trump say something stupid on the tape where Billy Bush set him up and held withheld it until the right moment when he could try to destroy Donald Trump's life. And, you know, all Trump did was talk about you know, if you're, you're famous, women will let you get away with anything. And he became the worst woman hater in the world. But yet, uh, you know, 
Joe Biden actually goes out and does the act of grabbing someone by the crotch and, you know, hey, we, we have to wait. Now the left says we have to wait and see and this and that. So whatever. Hey, uh, this is the Panic Attack with Big John. You can see me on Twitter at the real underscore Big John and on Facebook, Panic Attack with Big John Facebook page. So with that, we'll talk at you later on. Goodbye. God bless.